0: And he bizarrely asserted that these regions are no longer part of Ukraine and they're sovereign territory. To put it simply, Russia just announced that it is carving out a big chunk of Ukraine. Last night, Putin authorized Russian forces to deploy into the region, these regions. Today, he asserted that these regions are actually extend deeper than the two areas he recognized, claiming large areas currently under the jurisdiction of the Ukraine government.
1: And with that, President Biden said, here are the sanctions, except they don't seem like the sanctions Ukraine was hoping for. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It is so good to be with you. Senator Todd Young joins us right now, a senator from the state of Indiana, of course, a former uh, U.S. Marine. And, sir... uh, I want to get into the invasion, but we just heard after an hour plus delay from President Biden, we just heard him uh, engage what these sanctions are, two uh, sanctions on institutions, the military bank, a sanction on Russian debt so it can't uh, be traded, high net worth individuals, And again, reiterating this uh, belief that it's him and him alone that stopped the movement on the Nord Stream 2 pipeline, this pipeline between Germany and Russia that would give Germany natural gas and would give Russia billions of dollars. Uh, Your take on President Biden's sanctions as he announced them just moments ago.
0: Well, just to answer your question, Tony, uh, are these the sanctions the Ukrainians, uh, President Zelensky in particular, has been asking for? The the answer is obviously no. Uh, they're asking for uh, the full panoply of sanctions to be imposed right now to demonstrate that we have the strength and to create no measure of uncertainty during this perilous time that uh, – that the United States, uh, working with our partners and allies, is, is really serious here, uh, as as we try and uh, defend this principle of sovereignty, which doesn't just apply to the country of Ukraine. It of course, uh, we're going to start to see other dictators and and uh, uh, you know regimes like the Chinese Communist Party uh, increasingly you know, scooping up territory if it's not defended. So here's here's what we have really failed to do in the, in the run-up to this. And it's a multifaceted failure. Um, energy dependence. Uh, we've been dependent uh, uh, on, on too many countries for too long, but finally, in recent years, we've, we've exploited our domestic resources. Uh, we became a net energy exporter. We've been going the other way, uh, demonstrating to people like Vladimir Putin, a complete lack of seriousness during this dangerous environment. NATO unity, we didn't even consult with our NATO allies and and uh, other partners before withdrawing from uh, Afghanistan. So, you know, he's seen like things like that to say nothing of our very uh, tepid investment in military modernization. And he's, I think, rightly concluded that the United States is um, is having all sorts of domestic troubles. Uh, We've we've got a lack of leadership and and so forth. And uh, this is what paved the way for Vladimir Putin to, uh, to further encroach on Ukraine and its sovereignty. And so we, we need to, you know, we need to accept the world as it is, not as we'd like it to be. And, and uh, now we've got to hang together with our allies and do whatever we can to prevent further, uh, further invasions. Uh, into the country of Ukraine and, and perhaps even threatening some of our NATO allies like Poland
1: uh, in the East. But let, let's now dig into this. The purpose of the sanctions, as Joe Biden told us, the president told us, the sanctions were going to keep Russia at bay. And then it was a conversation from both President Biden and Vice President Harris that. Russia's already made up its mind, but the sanctions will still stop them. But it was only a discussion of sanctions, not actual sanctions. So if you're if I'm hearing you right, the objective is to try and keep Russia from further further entering Ukraine. Do these sanctions as laid out by President Biden do that or is Russia willing to say, well, if this is all you got Let's see what else happens. Let's see how much you can push it, and I'll see how much I can push it. And if I get a third of the land or a quarter of the land or a half the land, eh, it's still better than nothing.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, what I spoke to earlier, the important principle that's at stake here, uh, Tony, uh, is already undermined. If you've got troops uh, that are descending on, on the so-called breakaway uh, you know, separatist republics, Uh, I mean, they're moving into eastern Ukraine as we speak, so the principle of of sovereignty is is violated. You wanted to establish uh, a precedent where any violation of sovereignty would be not just condemned by the international community, but uh, where uh, it would be very seriously punished. And uh, we haven't had that happen. We haven't had that happen because, frankly, you know, the threat of sanctions is only taken so seriously by uh, a dictator like Vladimir Putin— um, uh, from a a country uh the united states uh that you know h- h- has shown weakness on on different fronts in in, in the last uh number of months uh, you could even argue years uh we we our nato unity our energy uh, uh, you know uh increasing dependence if if we move towards a green new deal Uh, Our domestic policy, uh, you know, not focused on the real issues of the day. We're getting caught up on on all sorts of ancillary issues. And then the military budget that just screams a lack of of seriousness and and uh, creates a a certain confidence in somebody like Putin, who doesn't mind accepting some risks if if he feels like he can get a big win. And uh, that's that's what seems to be happening, unfortunately, right now. So, um, you know, we, we all want our president to succeed, and uh, I will be supporting uh, the president in his efforts to try and, and rally our NATO allies and others to deal with this situation. But uh, you know, we, we frankly should have never gotten into this spot.
1: So talking to Senator Todd Young of Indiana, two things uh, that he said that, that really uh, struck me. One was uh, defending freedom will have costs which I assume ties into what Vice President Harris was discussing yesterday about the possibility of rising prices in the United States. And the other one was that he still remains open to diplomacy. What is the conversation happening on Capitol Hill right now about how you're going to explain to Americans rising costs because of a Russian invasion into Ukraine? And how can one, cons- how can one still be open to diplomacy when Putin has clearly said, I don't care about your diplomacy?
0: Well, a couple of things. First, you just got to be honest with your constituents about how we got here and, and uh, what we're going to try and do moving forward. Um, it's it's a, a horrible situation. We're already dealing with cost inflation. But to have uh, this sort of military conflict driving it is, is really, you know, in the minds of, of constituents, unacceptable. In terms of our diplomacy, it should really be focused in large measure on our partners and allies at this point. I, I think it's the right decision uh, to uh, increase our ties, as the president's indi- indicated, to, with the Baltic countries. But I also think we need to rally the Nordic countries, Norway, Sweden, Finland, uh, pull them further into our orbit. Um, you know, frankly, everyone we can, to say nothing of the OPEC producers, uh, we need to uh, persuade them that uh, it's not only... Uh, helpful to the United States and others to increase production right now to bring oil, uh, uh, the cost of uh, oil and gas down. But it's also going to be in their longer-term interest. If our economy uh, has, has uh, a difficult time uh, really taking off on account of these uh, increases in oil uh, prices, then – it's going to ultimately hurt them as well. So that's where the diplomatic efforts uh, need to be focused. Uh, Increasingly, I'm I'm, I'm losing confidence that we're going to be able to persuade Vladimir Putin uh, uh, to, uh, you know, lay off of the other parts of Ukraine at this point, Tony.
1: Is there any moment at, at all where U.S. troops are in Ukraine? Yeah,
0: I think we need to have a robust presence on the countries bordering Ukraine. Uh, but military conflict is, is uh, you know, the whole idea of our military is, is you've really you've done something wrong if you haven't deterred the enemy, and uh, deterrence has, has not worked in this case. We took military uh, uh, conflict off of the table early on. So to put it on later doesn't make a whole lot of sense. It's the sort of thing that if you're going to contemplate it, you ought to keep it on the table early to prevent conflict. We didn't do that.
1: Senator Todd Young, I appreciate you taking the time uh, to uh, be be with us. Uh, in in your view, uh, I, I, you know what? I'm going to save it for the next time. I'm going I'm going to save it for the next time. I'm going to take the break. Go do your thing. We'll get to more of Senator Todd Young in the future. More coming up. I'm Tony Katz.